Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Starvel podcast. This week we are going to be going sort of like a catch-up episode because I, Jim, personally just want to apologise because I slowed down on the edit, took a little bit too long and so far we're therefore about an episode behind. Uh, so this week we're going to be combining Loki and the Bad Batch into just one episode, just talking about them. There'll be no extra topic this week, but on Wednesday we'll be back to normal with our review and discussion of The Empire Strikes Back. So... Um, yeah, I'm ready to go. Ben's here, as always, because ah, he never leaves Hello. me alone, does he? No. No, he's always here. No. But, uh, yeah, so yeah, sorry about that, guys. That's that's on me. Um, but I, I've been quite busy, so I'm going to say that it was Ben's fault for not offering to take over. <laughs> yeah, well, I could have, but I didn't, so... Yeah. Should have, I would have, I could have, but I didn't. No, it's my mm, fault. It's my exactly. fault. That's my fault. Right, um, I'm ready to get straight underway. We're going to start with Loki, uh, just to keep, because this would have been Wednesday's episode, um, and Loki was the most relevant show when that was meant to happen. So, Loki, episode three, opens directly where the last one finished, straight away with uh, Lady Loki, or Sylvie, as she's now going by. Yeah, she confirms it's Sylvie. Yeah, she, it seems to be a mix of Enchantress and the Lady Loki character combined into one, which I'm quite, yeah. it's quite good, because... They are quite similar characters, so why why confuse audiences when the MCU is meant to be mainstream in it? So yeah, and if they had no plans to bring Enchantress in, then you know might as well just merge the, the characters into one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Plus, um, Enchantress has been in the DCEU. Like, as an, a, there's a character there called Enchantress, and you don't want people going, "Hang on, I thought she was in DC." Because I mean, Owen Wilson thought Aquaman was Marvel. People don't really non-comic people oh, okay. don't keep up, do they? No. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I I know the very basics of DC characters, so I probably would be able to tell the difference. But if you'd have told me that Enchantress wasn't Marvel and was only DC, I'd have believed you. To be fair, I didn't know there was a Marvel character called Enchantress until these rumours started. Because as much as I do like to keep up no. with comics, I don't really read them. They just... I can't be no. asked. I haven't got the time. I just keep up with stories. See little clips on YouTube and stuff. That'll do me. But yeah, it opens. But we also, yeah, it's worth saying we did. We we thought that they were going to Vormir. Oh yeah, I think we, I that's think most we, people thought they were going to Vormir. To be fair, because Lamentus one but doesn't they, exist in the comics. I found out well, yeah, week. but they go straight back to the TVA. Yeah, they yeah. To be fair, I thought she was going to be leading them somewhere to talk to him, but she actually just didn't want to want him to follow her. The door just happened yeah, to be open. Yeah, she wanted nothing to do with him. Yeah. Which I mean, slightly inconsistent that she left the door open, but it's TV. Who's asked? You know what I mean? Mm. People who say it, oh, stuff's so I, convenient. Yeah. The entire, like, every film is based off convenience events. It's just how it happens. Yeah, it's absolutely. Story. That's, that's how films work. Everything's convenient. Yeah, because we've got everything, a plot to tell. Everything happens for a reason. Exactly. Mm. Because without convenience, no, no, no entertainment. Exactly. Otherwise, you just have Star Wars, and it just so happens that, like, R2-D2 lands on Geonosis instead, and then we don't have Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Or the the bloody Jawas just destroy him because he's been a little <laughs> inconvenient astromech that won't get in line, so they just destroy him. Yeah. Or they inc- they conveniently used the Death Star uh, explosion, re- uh, didn't count how to blow up Alderaan properly and blew themselves up in the blast. But it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But Could yeah, it opened happened. straight in the TVA. Go ahead. Yeah, they went straight to the TVA. Straight and to when they when they went. Th- to Lamentis, I just thought they'd kind of like fell through the floor. 
Did you realise did you not realise the portal was open? Until they went out. Time done. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I saw the door open, so I was like, oh, I wonder where they've gone. They'll have gone to Vormir. They hadn't. They went to just some random moon that's got, like, bits flying onto it. I think it was a planet that was having a moon crash into it. Yeah, it was one of the two, wasn't it? It was, yeah. it was something was happening Majora's Mask style, and it was bad. Yeah, I would have liked it to have been something, like, that we that we know, or a planet that we are aware of. Yeah, even if it Apparently was, like... Lamentis Apparently, Lamentis is on the outskirts of the Kree Empire. Nah, it's still not really relevant, is it? It's no, of like, course not. It's not a, if we might go there at some point, maybe in like a Captain Marvel or something, but it'll be a, at most mm. a reference, won't it? They're not going to make Lamentis yeah. somewhere really important, because it, it's not. Well, maybe that's why they picked it then, but... Yeah. But yeah, yeah I, I quite enjoyed the... Um, Sylvie's realising their powers don't work in a TVA like she tries to enchant that guard and he's like get off me yeah yeah just shows the TVA's actual power because in this episode they sort of they get powered up and depowered at the same time in sort of the eyes of the viewer yes that's true yeah as we find out later the TVA agents weren't created by the TVA they are variants that chose to work for them who you realise what Loki's going through is literally what all of them have gone through and they've just had their memories wiped yeah it must have been like the the the, what was she called? C twenty, the one that is getting like the uh, one that Sylvie goes into Sylvie her mind is, and creates uh, that situation. In her mind, yeah. So does she create that situation, but using like real things from her memory? So that place. Yeah. So it seems like she's got a memory there, talking to her mate, and she's gone right. Okay, I'll build it off that. Yeah. So, but she also said that, that was from hundreds of years ago. Yeah, that'll just be that agent will have been working for the TVA for the equivalent of like hundreds of human years okay because there's a big theory going around that the TVA is in the quantum realm yeah and they can just jump about like in I think it's the second Ant-Man film I can't remember which one but when they're in the quantum realm you can see a city yeah you can see a city yeah yeah when Hank is pulling his wife out of the quantum realm when when they're getting bigger you go you see a big city yeah, I think we're going to realise by the end of it, like, we all thought this was going to be the multiverse opening up. I think it's going to be the multiverse is the natural thing and the TVA are the ones trying to stop it from opening up because they've got some plan or yeah. whatever. And then... Um, yeah, I think the Sylvia facade of the TVA is going to, like, get dragged out. Yeah, I think there is yeah. one timeline that either the timekeepers or someone else posing as the timekeepers is trying to keep in order, but it's for you know, uh, evil reasons. Like, I still think it's going to be Kang. Uh, Jonathan Majors was asked yeah, about I it this week. And he um, he said, I've no idea what you're talking about, but that's not a no. That's just, I don't know what oh, you're yeah. talking about, wink, wink. Yeah. I think it, like, there's not going to be three of them, definitely. Oh, no. There's definitely I think there might be a point. Be the one behind yeah. the, behind the, um, behind the curtain. I think we're going to end up with Kang, three timekeepers at the end of the show who sort of work together like I, I Doctor Strange was meant to show up in um, WandaVision, WandaVision and didn't and I wouldn't be half surprised to see him show up here thinking about it now and he becomes sort of like yeah. a timekeeper and he, he works with Mobius and Loki I mean yeah that would make sense and that's where you get the three timekeepers from because we know Multiverse of Madness is just going to be him bopping about different realities hopefully getting a little Raimiverse cameo to explain that that reference in mm-hmm. Spider-Man 2 uh, but that's just a personal thing. Yeah, so if... I, I saw another theory saying that um, 
maybe the person behind the curtain is another Loki variant. Oh, I've thought of that. That's quality. So, yeah, yeah. I can't remember. It might have been the the theories by T on TikTok. I think it might have been him. Um, But they said that, you know, rather than going, rather than just settling for ruling Earth or ruling Asgard or ruling Jotunheim, he's just gone, what if I just rule time? And that's why there's so many Loki variants running about. Because... Mm. But then, but then he would also, he would also have needed to write his own death. Yeah, which I wouldn't half be surprised if that turns out that that may not be Loki's death. Like maybe the TVA jump in, bring him out, and then it's that Loki that comes on or something. I'm not 100. percent It's probably not, but I would. I don't think it's out of the realms of possibility. But I like Loki's death in Infinity War. That's just a that literally just popped into my head then, so I've not had time to think it out. So I'll probably be wrong, but yeah. yeah. But it, it would be it would be cool if they find a way to make it make sense with a Loki being the one that is like pulling the strings the whole time. I mean, it would make sense to because that would be the ultimate trick, wouldn't it? Like, th- what happens when mm. a god of mischief becomes predictable? Well, you didn't predict this. I'm pulling all of the strings, kind of thing. A Loki that yeah. is all about chaos is in total control. That would yeah. be the ultimate unpredictable thing yeah so I, I think it'll either be that or it'll be Kang is behind the curtain and then Loki and then maybe with the help of someone else because I don't think it'll be Sylvie no I think also I think she'll she'll probably, she'll probably die let's be honest I'm not I'm not 100% convinced she will but I think she'll at least get incapacitated in some way where it's very unlikely we'll I, see her again in any yeah, meaningful I, way they'll probably like, the main emotional beat of maybe the finale is that Sylvie will probably die. Which is a shame, because in this episode, I really, really enjoyed her. Yeah, I think I thought she was Sophia great. DiMartino does a really good job as well. Yeah, she does, she's does. she got a similar energy to what Tom Hiddleston brings to the role, but it is, yeah. it's different. It, she's very much a Loki with, that, yeah, has all the same genetics and all the same natural sort of feel about her, but she's had such a different life experience that the personal quirks that you'd pick up from other people haven't rubbed off on her because she's not had the chance to experience them. Yeah, and just the slightest bit of sexual tension between them as well. A slight is a understatement, and I was severely uncomfortable. Mm. I was what... uncomfortable as well, particularly when they just sat on the train. And I was like, literally sat oh. there going, I, I, I think they might, you know. <laughs> I don't think they will. Also, they, they confirm that Loki's bi as well. Yeah. Which, I mean, I like, I don't, we what, had they ever hinted at that? or? Um, I don't know. They've never really hinted at Loki having sort of any sexuality, but it's never really been relevant, has no. it? And in this, the yeah, type of conversation Thor's they were the having, it all would the come bloody... up, it? Yeah. Thor's, Thor is always the one that gets the romance subplots. Yeah, because he's the main character of the films. True. Yeah. But, like, yeah. Yeah. To be fair, I'm surprised. Is, Looking back now, I'm surprised there wasn't a joke in like Thor One, where Thor's just like, "Huh, gay to Loki or something." <laughs> <laughs> Loki gay. Lob. They wouldn't do that. They would Ken... not do that. Uh, but to be fair, it, it was kind of it was kind of a throwaway one. line as well. Yeah, because it's not really relevant to the rest of the episode. It's just an extra little character beat. Yeah. Uh, plus, I mean, it's not the worst thing Loki's ever shagged. I mean, he gave birth to like a wolf and a giant snake. Yeah. And I'm really upset that Jormungandr wasn't in Thor Ragnarok when we got Fenrir and Hela. So, yeah, but Hela was his sister in Ragnarok and not his daughter. I know, but still. 
I just I like I like yeah. Norse mythology. I was quite into it anyway because of like the Thor movies and stuff. And then I played God of War, and now nah, I just love it. How was he? How how was he fathered? A big snake and a big dog. How oh, because but the it's well it's the gods. They can do what they want. He's the reason Thor's the hammer doesn't have a massive handle because it was meant to be a war hammer. Oh. And then because it was built by dwarfs, and one of the tricks is he was dead jealous. Doesn't work in the MCU obviously because Hela had it. Um, yeah, but yeah, he played about with the dwarfs to the point where they thought they were making a weapon for a dwarf, so they gave it the shorter handle, so that it was basically a warhammer for them. But for Thor, it was one hand, <laughs> thinking he couldn't get well, the same power, yeah, but... and he used to kill giants with one hit. So. Yeah, but Eitri's massive, so how? He's not. He might be a dwarf in comparison to the people that he knows. Oh no, no, in they're pretty like, big dwarves. In I meant in like original Norse mythology, the dwarves are actually dwarves. Oh, okay. It doesn't. It doesn't work in the MCU because it was built for Hela. Mulne, I wanna. Yeah. Did Odin not have it first though? Even in the comics. Did what? Did Odin not have it first? Even in the comics. No, he's got uh, his own. He's got the Odin sword, hasn't he? Oh. Yeah. The Odin sword's really cool. I'm really upset we never saw that in the MCU because it's badass. Yeah. Doesn't he just have a big staff? Yeah. He carries this like staff spear, and then he's got Golden the Odin sword, staff. which. There's a story that the Odin Sword comes up in, and it's described as so dangerous that to even take it out, take it out of its sheath, puts the entire universe in danger. Which is one of the most badass things I've ever read. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Going we're gonna get to that point in the MCU at some point where stuff just becomes what? just ridiculously overpowered, and no one questions it. I mean, yeah, and that was like that was also kind of a probably one of the decisions why they decided to kill off Iron Man is because by Infinity War. He's, other than by Thanos, he's untouchable. Yeah, once he's in a suit, he's basically a god, isn't he? Yeah, like the nanotech. It it requires Thanos throwing a moon at him to, to beat him. Yeah, and he literally, he could hold the Infinity um, Stones with it. It still damaged him, exactly. but it also damaged Thanos in the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. So. But yeah, back to yeah. the episode that we were talking about about half an hour ago. Um yeah. I, re- I quite enjoyed them. their powers working off each other. Obviously, Loki disguising himself as a guard, using his sort of charm to get in. And then when it goes wrong, she jumps in with the enchantment to take over. Sort of, it allows yeah, them like to work together quite well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Even though they the don't want to. Great. Yeah, they don't want yeah. to because they, they, she's like, my plan's better. He's like, my plan's better. And then it just so happens that a 50-50 split was perfect. Mm-hmm. And then the train seems plan. Yeah, it was a shit plan. She said shit, it was great. Ooh, the MCU's gone dark. <laughs> They're getting ready for Deadpool, which they did confirm oh. was uh, going to be a 15 or a rated R, didn't they? Yeah. But they're not doing I it think for Blade, it's... which is depressing. Well. Oh, I'm so excited I for think, Blade. I think in Deadpool, we'll probably get the language, but not the gore. Oh, we probably won't get the gore, yeah. Which is a shame, because Deadpool walking around with like his wrists just cut in half. It's the funniest thing. I love Deadpool. Yeah. Less I, so yeah, Deadpool I've 2, only... but it's still good. Yeah, the, the first one's definitely better. Yeah. As With like the, the, the C-list X-Men characters. Yeah, it's almost like Fox couldn't afford any other X-Men, that's great. <laughs> they absolutely could, though, because they put so much money into Deadpool, and it made all of it Yeah, but that is, that is the joke, though, isn't it? That yeah. They're C-list X-Men. Colossus is pretty well known, but he's not really that cool. Negasonic Teenage Warhead is, like, bottom tier. In terms of the knowingness. Yeah. She's up there with like Gemini and stuff, for like no one knows who she is. 
I don't know who Gemini is, so there you go. I don't think Gemini is it. Oh no, I was thinking of Dazzler. Yeah, she's. I'm not. I'm not big on X Men because I've only ever seen. I've only ever seen the first X Men film. So. You need catch up, like, lad. Got quite a few good ones to watch and quite a few bad ones. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I don't want to watch the bad ones because they're bad. See, I used to. Really, I liked some of the bad X Men films. Like when I was growing up, I really liked X Men Origins Wolverine, and I was wrong. Is that I not the just, good one? No. The Wolverine's quite good. And Logan's meant to be like. Oh, Logan's Logan considered one, one of the best superhero films. It, yeah, it's it's up there with like top five for me. It's brilliant. I cried my I eyes out in the cinema. I can't believe they got Hugh Jackman to do three different origin stories for Wolverine. Did they? Well, he's he he is Wolverine in all three of them, isn't he? Well, he's Wolverine. Well, they're not all. Or- Logan's not an origin story. Oh, is it not? No, it's a death story. It's him at his very end. It's basically Old Man Logan. Well, it's an origin story for X twenty three. But they're yeah. not they're not going any further with that now that Marvel have got hold of them, which is depressing because she's great. Well, yeah. we've we've we're very much off course again. Oh, we are incredible. We we did that a lot. So yeah, which is probably why our retention rate probably like is like twelve percent. <laughs> People just go they're oh, talking chat. I want to listen to Loki. We'll put timestamps on it at some point when we get back to it. Um, but yeah, they've, the scene on the train's great, them sort of talking. It's more of a heartfelt thing for Loki because we didn't really get a lot of that last week, but we did the week before, so I think it's sort of bringing that back. Mm. We learn a lot about Loki Sylvie. She's been on the roll. She's been on the run pretty much her entire life. Um, yes, her mother dies a lot sooner than our Loki's mother dies. Yeah. I won't be surprised if I we want... find out that like, uh-huh. she killed her by mistake or something, and then that's where... Yeah. They, I wanted I wanted him to ask about her Thor. I feel yeah. like that could have been a, quite a funny conversation. Yeah, it would have been actually. I'm surprised he didn't be, ask about he, Thor. He, well, I suppose this like, is a Loki that hasn't learned to love Thor yet. Whereas, yeah, true. even though he's seen the tape, he still hasn't gone through that himself yet. Yeah. But it could have been. Yeah. I, I want to know if if her Thor is a woman as well. Oh, that's oh! Imagine if that's where we get uh, Jane Foster Thor from. I doubt it, well, no, but because, imagine. Cause, yeah, because Jane Foster is her own person. Yeah, that's true. Have you seen all that leaked Thor Love and Thunder merch, by the way? Um, I've seen a few pictures. They've gone uh, with the... For uh, uh, Lady Jane Foster, Like they've gone full comic book with her costume. It's amazing. I think I've seen leaked pictures of Natalie Portman in, in the costume. I, to be fair, I've not, I've not seen any it. of them, but I know there's, I've seen the, the I think merch. I've seen one of her with the hammer as well. Oh god, I'm really glad they're doing it and bringing it back. Because even though I wasn't, no one's really a huge fan of those movies. I like Natalie Portman does quite a good job, and Jane Foster Thor is quite an interesting story. Mighty Thor. And I'm never gonna say I'm never gonna say no to Jane uh, to Natalie Portman. So I've I yeah. I refuse to comment in case we get any sexual harassment claims. <laughs> but yes, agreed. I think she's very pretty, and we'll leave it at that. I I respect women lot probably (laughs) (laughs) but yeah I really enjoyed Sylvie in this episode and um, her back and forth with Loki great on that train and then she's like okay I will go to sleep that's probably her starting to trust him a little bit Um, yeah but then she she shouldn't have because then he gets Loki just gets smashed and he's very fun (laughs) Tom Hiddleston doesn't come across drunk in that scene he just does drunk things but like he doesn't seem drunk in how he's like talking and stuff and they did they did the uh, they did the another as well. Yeah, another. I, another. I, did pop, I popped for that big. 
Yeah. I, I oh, it, it did make me laugh. Yeah. It was he's, very in, in the in the uh, in the subtitles as well. It says that he sings in Asgardian. Yeah, sings. He's because uh, there's that bit where where he goes because this when she sings she sings from home and then he goes into mm-hmm. Asgardian when he's on his own quietly, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. I wonder. And they have the whole the love is an imaginary dagger metaphor. Yeah, but the figgy port was better. <laughs> yeah, the figgy port. We like the figgy port. I did actually quite enjoy that because it's actually not a, it's not a badly written little speech until the dagger is imaginary and then it's crap. Which makes me think yeah. that if well, they, that was an imaginary dagger, what was he fighting with before? See, hey, hey, yeah. got different layers to this shit, man. Well, for me, critical thinking. Do me PPE statements. Yeah, man, you thinking outside the box? Yeah, bro. Point and explanation. Like, yeah, so. I want to know how they're going. They're gonna one get off the place. The TVA are coming in. I think we know that. Have you seen leaked pictures? Yeah. Have you seen the pictures from next week's episode? I did actually see the midweek trailer. We were talking about midweek trailers the other day, and yeah, I said right. I obviously don't watch them. But neither do I. But I've seen Twitter. the pictures uh, come up. One came up on Twitter, so um, I was like, "Fuck it, I'll just watch it." And there wasn't actually that much. I think that I hadn't seen before. Oh, fair enough. Because there's, there's a few pictures that I've seen that tell us where they're going, um, but it doesn't mm. it doesn't really spoil the plot other than they'll be at the TVA. So yeah, which I, I think we all assume because we know they they we they do. are they're not getting off that planet without the TVA. So it's not really a yeah. shock to think that they're going to go there. Obviously, Mobius has to come back at some point. Yeah, because if he was in two episodes, it'd be crime. Owen Wilson's great. In it. That would be a waste of Owen Wilson. Yeah. And Owen Wilson, I am choosing to believe, even though it's definitely not true, I'm going to headcanon this, that obviously Owen Wilson, it turns out that they're all variants, that um, Owen Wilson's character is actually Owen Wilson. <laughs> it's just a, a, an Owen Wilson variant that got captured you by the TVA. What? That's the thing, though. If, if that is true, and everyone that works for the TVA is a variant... We would then have to find out who Mobius is. Yeah, and I'm choosing to was, believe that maybe. he is Owen Wilson. Because <laughs> de- we know he's definitely going to have come the from thing, the 90s like, now that no, he's talked about the jet ski stuff. And yeah, Owen Wilson peaked I guess in that, like, 2009 with Marley and me, but yeah. That kind of is like... Oh, that was kind of a hint at the fact that they're not all just created because how would he know about the 90s? Like, yeah, he's probably been there to fix time crimes and whatnot. Yeah. And if they can't create TVA agents, how did they create the single timeline from the beginning to end? Because they will have had to create life and matter, and it's clear they can't do that. So they didn't create the timeline. They're just sending out agents to try and keep their own order. Yeah. So. So, yeah, so the person who is dictating this timeline is wanting to keep it that way have it be only this timeline for a reason and I'm hoping that that will lead to Galactus but it'll probably lead to Kang instead I because th- mm. Kang See, is I a top level Galactus... Avengers level threat so they might wait for Galactus they've got him back now that yeah, they've but... got the Fantastic Four and stuff but yeah I think Galactus will be the next Thanos I level. hope so I love Galactus I think Kang will be kind of like an Ultron that's a shame because Kang is like he's not quite Thanos level but he's up there he could be like if they just did like a two phase uh, story and then they went back yeah. to that three phase model with Galactus I'd enjoy that the changing it up because I, I want them to not do just another three phase thing building up to something 
Yeah, but. the fact that they um, have Kang as the main villain for Ant Man three, I think suggests that he's probably not the that Thanos type villain. True, I but think he is. They're probably saving that for someone. He's like, like a, he's Galactus. a time traveling villain though, isn't he? So he can show up whenever. Even if you kill him, you can just yeah, have a younger version of him show up again in the future. They would put him in a more high-profile film, I feel like. Yeah, I suppose. Because Ant-Man and the Wasp, even though you quite like it, it didn't really make a lot of money. I think it was probably fa- I think it was Phase 3's no. least profitable film. Probably. It wouldn't shock me. They also got the most Particularly boring because it, it, the director in the MCU to direct it. So it was never going to be amazing. Yeah, probably because they got... They, they, it was released in that period between Infinity War and Endgame, and some people probably just missed it. And she wasn't; they were. It was not a new hero like uh, Captain Marvel was. Yeah, so. but although I remember there being quite a lot of marketing from Man at the Wasp at the time. Oh, there was there were the boards. It was just none of the people followed up, and I didn't go to watch it. No, you still haven't watched it. No, I still haven't. There's st- I think it that and um, what's it called? That and Captain Marvel. The only two films I've not watched. Oh, I've seen Guardians too. Mm-hmm. Which coincidentally yeah. is fantastic. Love Guardians too. Can't yeah. believe that Anyone got a that bad rap like for a Guardians bit. Guardians two is wrong. Yeah, genuinely got a bad rap for like several years, and I don't know why. Yeah. It's amazing. Oh, it's definitely not better than the first, but I don't know. I'd say it's up to, I'd say it's pretty level. It's not as funny. But I'd say yeah. it's up there in terms I'd, of well, Plus, they got Sylvester Stallone for a cameo. Like that's just a dick swing of a moment. I don't know. That's <laughs> just the MCU going. Look at us. Yeah. We've got a cameo from Sylvester Stallone. We didn't even have to give him a big role. And Howard the Duck coming back. Apparently, Sylvester Stallone asked to be in it. Like he wasn't asked. He asked himself. I mean, probably because why else would you put Sylvester Stallone in a film for a, a grand total of less than a minute? Yeah, that is true. He's, he's boss. He is boss. I quite enjoy him. Because yeah. yeah. you, you could easily give Sylvester Stallone a bigger role. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You normally you'd expect to. Yeah. So they didn't. So if he's asked for it, then that makes more sense. Yeah. I think the end of Loki might be another dick swing moment as well, because I think they are going to have something big. I think someone big might show up. Even if it, like, that we already know. Big actor or big character? Big character. I think we uh, might. You know see what? Strange. Now that you've mentioned it, I think it makes a lot of sense to see Doctor Strange. Yeah, everyone was talking about One Division because that was gonna. We thought Loki was. He gonna, was gonna yeah. be in that. Well, yeah, that's true because we thought One Division was gonna be the beginning of the multiverse, but it's not. It's Loki. So even though it makes yeah. sense for him to show up there because that's reality, you've also now got time and the universe opening up, so he should show up here as well. Hmm. Um. Uh, but hopefully. But also, if it's this also was filmed if it's post in the quantum realm, like lockdown on it as well, Loki. Yes, it was probably filmed. I think it was about August, September. Probably time, between yeah, probably between July and October twenty twenty. Yeah, but I also I want to mention something now that have just because it's oh. come to me. Uh, Tom Hiddleston said that. Um, yep, he, he was playing four. Loki on, on his fortieth birthday, but that was after that wrapped. I was literally just and, about to say. And that. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness was filming in London the day yeah. while he turned forty. So it looks I mean, like it, it wouldn't there. have shot. It won't shot me if he's in that film. No, it won't shot me more now that I've also heard that. Yeah, which uh, that's but gonna. Be good. I'm so anyway. excited for Doctor Vers and Multiverse. Doctor yeah, Strange. Thing. That is, it's gonna be great, yeah. and it comes out on my birthday. Brilliant time. Yeah. 
it's going to be the second <laughs> best film to come out in that March. What's the other one? The Batman. I'm going to get you to talk um, about it one day. We're going to do it. We'll do it for well, a cri- you know what? Do the Christmas special on the Batman. <laughs> well, the, the, the Christmas special. Yeah. We'll do the True Geordie podcast. We'll just do a lock-in on Christmas Day. Yeah. Never spend any time with our families. We might even get a friend. Nah. I mean, nah. Why would I want to talk to Nutty on Christmas Day? Because he is your good friend. I spent no Christmas Day. He came to what? He came to Max's on Christmas Day once. That was fun. Well, there you go. Yeah. That's a completely diverted topic. Bloody hell! Right. Um, but yeah, the I didn't think we got huge developments in this episode. Like I said, like last week we did. Where in this we just plot now. No, we find out the TVA, which is big, but it doesn't really. It's not a big pusher. It's sort of, it doesn't impact this episode. Yeah, it's more a revelation than a plot pusher. Um, yeah, it's something that's going to be brought back down the line as well. Yeah, probably probably halfway through next episode, because I think Loki, as soon as he sees Mobius, is going to tell him. That's probably going to happen. Yeah, yeah. But, of course, there's going to be the misunderstanding of the TVA are just going to want to apprehend Loki. Yeah, and they're going to be, he's going to, they're going to be like, no, we don't. What do you want about? Shh, we're lying. Yeah. Loki's going to be trying to tell them this very important thing, but they won't let him say it, and it's going to be very dramatic. He might even get his little mouth clamp back from Avengers. Like the yeah, sort of the face mask. You know, when he was he was ahead of the times yeah. with the pandemic. Yeah. We all looked at that. I looked at that. Oh. Like, That's a cool little mask, that. And now I'm like, God, just get rid of them. Doing me head in. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm quite excited for it. But yeah, like you say, it wasn't... Because, yeah, they stayed the whole time on Lamentis. They didn't get off. They broke the temp pad. They're still on her at the end of the episode, looking like there's no way off. Yeah. Um, Sylvie just walking off, like, her reaction to that arc blowing up was great. She just looks at it for a second and goes, Oh, yeah. For fuck's sake, and just leaves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No big dramatic stare. <laughs> that's exactly, that's exactly it, in it. Yeah. She, her only chance of getting off the, the planet is, is gone, and she's like... Well, shit. Yeah, it's not even like uh, my entire life is ruined. Like she hasn't even processed it yet. Her brain's just gone. Yeah, Loki's oh, Loki is facing the end. He's staring death in the face, and because he's Sylvie's still a very like, selfish oh, character, fuck. isn't he? Whereas Sylvie, it yeah. looks like she might be doing this for slightly less selfish reasons. Also, we we don't know what happened to the the sacred timeline with her sending all the reset charges through. That yeah, just I've, got completely dropped. I have a feeling the reason another reason we didn't see anything from the TVA specifically after they leave well they end up on Lamentis is to sort of we find out that later it, it builds up the hype for how has that worked out so do you think that that might be the start of episode 4 then um, maybe th- like the cold open yeah I think they might get rather than just kill her or something they might try and interrogate her to find out why and that's where we find out what's actually happened hmm yeah, I get, um, there's, there's another good cold open. The, the, the song choices they've been using in this show have been phenomenal. I just like the music. Like, it, the song choices and then the music. Like, that opening sequence is a bop. Yeah, that's just, what I mean. Yeah, I sit there and we live in the like, I don't even know what the song is, but I want to know. Oh, yeah. I literally, I might I might make that my ringtone. It's boss. I love this show. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. It's. I'm speculating a little bit less than... Well, no, I'm speculating just as much as I was with One Division, but I'm getting less frantic about it because I sort of we're, we're being I do want to be a bit more surprised with, the, with this. With the, the speculation. Yeah, because One Division yeah. broke me because on like, it, multiple levels. I think there's, yeah, I think there's a lot of ways they can go with this as well. Whereas with One Division, 
we kind of got a bit narrow-minded with the way that we thought they could go with it. Yeah, and they sort of, they did, like, half it. Like, I don't, people expected it to obviously come out more powerful, but for them to sort of go with this sort of mythological feeling and her officially be taking yeah. the title of the Scarlet Witch, which I think they never used because they didn't have the rights, because X-Men had the, well, Fox had the really? Scarlet Witch name specifically. So they couldn't but everyone use called it. her that anyway. Yeah, whereas she was never actually called it on, on screen. And now she's got it, and she's a badass, and I'm really excited to see more of her. Mm-hmm. And she's going to be Yeah, but like, mad ultimately, ultimately, WandaVision was just a show about grief. And, and it was you know, done perfectly. It was, it was our fault for it expecting was. it to be more. Yeah. That, like that final scene. I'd, actually, I want to talk about WandaVision at some point, so I'm not going to. The gonna final talk scene, about especially. This. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to talk about it yet, but okay. I do want to talk. I do want to okay. do an episode on WandaVision. Um, and Falcon and Winter Soldier. Whereas this show doesn't. It, it doesn't really. Yeah. yeah. This show doesn't really seem like it has a very heavy theme to it, like whether it's grief or like identity or whatever, because this. Like Loki's already gone through a whole identity crisis in the MCU. We don't need another one. We've like, we've literally seen character. the end of his arc with his death, and now we're just getting yeah, an extra we've seen story his to build arc. from. With this is, it's almost like, it's almost as if this is a, a spin-off of Thor. Yeah, it feels a Ragnarok. bit. Ep- it feels a bit like an epilogue, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, like this is a separate because Loki story to keep you give you a bit more Loki. Feed into everything what? else, I, and then that's you're done. what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be a contained story in which Loki helps the TVA out by going to these different alternate timelines where things has gone wrong and they need Loki to help them. Yeah, because obviously everyone's expecting the multiverse to open up in one division and Loki being taken by the TVA, he'd be involved in that, but it's not. And maybe that's what it was and they've had to rework it, but because this is going to, it's definitely going to lead into Doctor Strange 2. It has to. Oh, yeah. I so, think they came out and said it didn't, but it, there's no way it's not going to. WandaVision, yeah, WandaVision, by the end of it, looks less connected, and yet that is directly connected to it. So, mm-hmm. The this, only bit that connected it was probably the post-credit scene. Yeah, and it, like her power level, just us as people connect that to Doctor Strange. Because they're both magic users, yeah. and they're both ridiculously powerful. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, Agatha says it, doesn't she? That um, that she's more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, in that exact words, don't I? Yeah. Oh God, I love that. One division. The more I think about it, the more I enjoy it. Looking back, that now that all the yeah, definitely, I, I'm, it is, yeah, it's getting me, getting more credit. I'll definitely have a have a rewatch. Yeah, maybe not a full rewatch of the show. The first three episodes are are still contained are a little bit boring. Yeah, true, but if you watch them in, in one go, because they're only 20 minutes. Yeah, that's true. It, like, it, they should have opened with the first three, not the first two, I think, when they dropped it. Yeah, the first two was enough, though, I reckon. Yeah, but because I, I no, would have liked the third one. Three. The third one was um, regularly scheduled programming when they took it out, and um, that's when we got uh, Darcy and Jimmy Woo. No, episode three was the birth, wasn't it? Because you get the first two 50s and 60 episodes... And then uh, the kids are born in the seventies episodes, and then you get the human subplot in the forty in the fourth episode, I think. Are you sure? Something like that. Let's have a look. Yeah, you're right. Now episode three is now in color when she gets pregnant, and then episode four is we interrupt this program. I was thinking because um, 
those first three do feel like one sort of specific story. Like they could be one yes. open an episode. To be fair to you, I was thinking it was the other way around because Jimmy and Darcy react to the birth rather than her getting pregnant. Yes, they do. I think mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't remember. I haven't. I, I, the only episode I've watched back since is like the last two. So I've not done a full yeah. rewatch. It's like Captain America and the Winter Soldier. I've only watched the last two episodes multiple times. Whereas Loki, I think I've watched I, every I episode. Don't, twice I don't so really. Far. I yeah. I don't really see a, a need to rewatch any of the Falcon and Winter Soldier, bar maybe the last episode. Yeah, I quite enjoyed the. Se- I enjoyed the second to last episode. That moment though. of him. Yeah, that moment of him swooping into the building and someone going, who are you? And he just says, I'm Captain, Captain America. America. Oh, it's fuck, fucking brilliant. I love Sam Wilson, Captain America. He's boss. Yeah. I'm really happy they've now got he... Captain America 4 in the works. Is that true? Yeah, they've Captain America 4 is under wraps. I quite enjoyed because each one's had a... Has it got a title or is it just... Uh, no, it's just it's under the working title of Captain America 4. Um, okay. I'd quite enjoy if that was just called Captain America because they've all had like uh, yeah. subtitles, so if they just called and it the, that, yeah, because they can't call it Captain America like and the Winter America. Soldier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Imagine if Bucky dies in it. Mm-hmm. Pain. Don't, Real don't, pain. Don't 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 do that to me. Don't do that to me. Oh, that hurt. That hurt on like a painful level. Oh, that's gonna no. hurt more than when Mobius dies at the end of this show. Because if he's not Stop over, it. if he doesn't become a timekeeper, he's going to die. Stop preparing me to be miserable. Yeah, you've got to be prepared. Like, we've all got to be prepared for the oh, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield to not show up in Spider-Man 3. Yeah. Despite uh, someone I mean, it'll be... meeting Tobey Maguire Fine this week. Me. And having a little conversation with him that's gone a bit viral online. Right, well. It's neither confirms nor denies anything, so... Well, you can. You, you can hear it from me, safely. but I, I don't. I don't really want that for Spider-Man Three, but you know, you've hurt, we'll talk about you've that hurt me there. In the weeks up, <laughs> in the weeks running up to Spider-Man Three, we will talk about that in December. Yeah. Oh, another one. You yeah. know that? Um, we'll finish the Loki episode in one second. I just want to make this point about Spider-Man again. Um, you know that guy who's sort of he's like the best for like leaks and rumors coming out of the MCU. That Daniel RPK. Mm-hmm. He put a tweet out in, I think it was March, April time, saying when you, no one's going to get a Spider-Man trailer until we've had one Eternals trailer and two Shang-Chi trailers, and those three have now been released. We've now had two Shang-Chi trailers. Yeah, and we've had a the Eternals thing. trailer. I'm okay with watching Shang- Shang-Chi trailers. I haven't seen the second one. I'm I okay with good. watching the Eternals trailer. I am not watching a Spider-Man trailer. I am not going to talk to you about l- the trailer either. I will let you watch it. Yeah. And then you can tell me if it gives anything away. Yeah, because pro- I might do a pod episode on it, like a section, and just not have you involved, just because I know you don't want to know. <laughs> that would be fine by me. Yeah. But moving back to Loki so we can close off. Um, another good episode. A little bit... I was slightly disappointed watching it, but again, for the same reasons, I was disappointed by bits of WandaVision in that I just expected it to be a bit bigger and it was a bit more self-contained, the personal yeah, episode. The, it's, yeah, it's an, it's an enclosed episode, yeah. Yeah, they're finding out about each other and we're finding out more about Sylvie because she is a new character. We don't know anything about her. We still don't know why she's doing it, yeah, but the, it's mainly because she just wants to fight the TVA. Um, yeah, but the only we don't immediate know what she's question gone we really yet. have about the next episode 
Yeah, the only immediate question we have about the next episode is like, how are they getting off? But yeah. it's obvious that the TVA is just going to swoop in, yeah. stick a reset charge down. You know. Definitely maybe got a reset charge to sit down because it's an apocalypse in it and they haven't changed that. Everyone dies. Well, yeah, I was going to say, the, the arc gets destroyed anyway. So The TVA, they're yeah. probably going to bring her in so that they can question her rather than actually stepping in mm-hmm. and changing anything. Because yeah, everyone on Lamentis one dies anyway. That's why. That's what she does. Yeah. That's why it's on the temp pad. Um, yeah, but another really good episode. Like I said, slightly disappointing, but that was more on me. I haven't watched it back. Um, knowing what's happening, I've got again no problems with it. I really enjoyed it. A lot of good personal moments. Uh, a lot of cool moments. Great visual style. The scene at the city in the end, where the art takes off. That looks dead cool. Really cool shots. And just another good episode where I'm really excited to see where we go next week. Anything you want to say before we uh, take a little break and then move on to our discussion about the Bad Batch, Ben? No, that was all good. Okie dokie. See you in a minute, lads. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Starville podcast. This is part two of uh, my Apology Catch-Up episode. Um, We're going to be talking about this week's episode of the Bad Batch now um, because that would be what this episode... Well, uh, the next episode will be about, and then we'd have a bit of a crush. So we're going to talk about that now, and it's episode nine, Bounty Lost. And personally, I want to say this was probably my second favourite episode yeah, so it was, far. Yeah, it was another very good Just episode. Just on a personal note. I'm, I mean, as a big Cad Bane fan, I loved it. Got a load of content there. Um it was just a great episode, particularly for Omega as well. She was really the main focus of this episode. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that uh, was to got, be expected. Got to see how handy she is and stuff. Yeah, yeah it's we, true. It was to be expected. Again, we got it wrong. We thought that she wasn't going to be reunited with the Bad Batch for like three or four episodes, but she's straight back with them at the end of the... Uh, yeah. by the end of the episode. Yeah, which I was... Uh, I, was I, knew, I didn't really... I, like I said that, I was going to be disappointed by that. Yeah, I was said I was going to be disappointed if that happened, but the way the episode panned out, it sort of it makes sense because Cad Bane isn't. Yeah, he's like cruel and he's violent and stuff, but he is just a bounty hunter when he gets pay, wants to get paid at the end of the day. So once he's got a target, he's going to take it straight to where it is so he can get paid. So he's not going to fanny about with her for a few episodes. So yeah. it makes sense that it was urgent and they have to get hold of her right now, um, and they just have to find out where she is. Which they do because she manages to get herself out thanks to having a droid off. Little Toto 360. What a, an, another droid going up in the S tier category of characters. Absolutely. It. Oh, he was great, Toto. Yeah. It's, it's um, like, I mean, that's probably why they've been showing those little clips at the start of episodes of them, like, um, like teaching her stuff because she knew how to fix him. Yeah, she well, she was she was quite clever anyway, obviously because she'd been on Camino and mm-hmm. clearly got a bit of an education. But she's clearly learned quite a bit from the batch in this, where this yeah. stuff that she's picked up from them. Yeah, and um, we also found out her true nature in this episode and oh, exactly yeah. why oh, she's yeah. so important. Yeah, she's so again. the second <laughs> clone. Again, we were wrong. <laughs> yeah, we thought she was going to be a bat. I thought she was going to be an incredibly like new clone that mm. rather than being have an accelerated agent, she'd been accelerated and then. Uh, been slowed, slowed down. down yeah we all we thought and that no, she was she was sensitive you thought she was a palpatine which i still clown. think she's gonna possibly be but she's a, i don't think she's it's possible a, but how if she's a carbon copy of Django? yeah she's literally she, the way it's sort of described and comes across is that she's just Django fett but with one chromosome different yeah 
They just, whereas they Bo, just, whereas they just turned is a direct on clone. The, they just turned on the woman chromosome. Yeah. <laughs> That's thanks for the biology makes, lesson, Boone. <laughs> it makes sense though that they made one male complete replica and one female complete replica. Yeah, and then they make sense now because um, Boba being Alpha, because he was the first clone. You get Alpha and Omega. And that, yeah. you, it's just it's just a speech thing, isn't it? It just makes They're sense. my favorite vitamins, Omega three. Just makes sense that that can't like, nil. That why. That's why her name is that. That makes complete sense. Yeah. And um, her being like, it sort of, I mean, we all thought Boba Fett was going to come up, show up, like we said last week. Uh, he's got to, because he's has not to. only is he mentioned by name, but he's literally, her and Boba Fett are exactly the same person, just with one chromosome different. Mm-hmm. It also makes her and older Boba than all Fett of the Bad was... Batch. Yes. Not by a ton, I think, because the Bad <laughs> Batch were fairly early, weren't they? They were like the first experiments to yeah. change them other than accelerated aging and they worked out because they're all badass as fuck well yeah but it's like she's definitely older than Echo yeah but like Hunter being like her surrogate dad when he's actually younger than her yeah by like two years He's only <laughs> and he's only like seven yeah he's seven years old <laughs> that's the thing they, they should all have like the experiences and like the thoughts of a seven year old but it's Star Wars not yeah. really asked I don't really want Star Wars to be realistic, otherwise I'd go and watch like Clarkson's Farm or something. Mm. But yeah, we we've but again I, I just enjoy completely that about wrong about our origins. I like being wrong though, even if it's if it's wrong but good. Yeah, if if it's then a I'm good glad wrong. I'm wrong because I'm surprised. If it's a Ralph Boner wrong, we're not happy. No, if it's like it turns out she's not a clone, she's Palpatine's daughter, and then she's <laughs> Ray's mum, then I'd be angry. Oh, Which I to be, fair, people to be fair. But, I don't know, but it's not out the realms of possibility for a thought, is it? No. Oh, oh like... no, imagine if they do some sort of... it. She's a clone and she gets with a Palpatine clone. Ah, I hate it, I hate it, I hate Rise of Skywalker. Everything it does is wrong. Well, no, because... No, 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 because... Ray's dad was a failed clone of Palpatine, wasn't it? Yeah, so what if she gets with a failed Palpatine clone? It's clone-on-clone action, and that <laughs> makes Ray a clone-clone. Well... Yeah, it, it, yeah. Oh well, I've got things to talk about. Okay. Uh, sequel clo- cloning things when we get to um, particularly the Last Jedi and my Snoke ideas, which didn't happen. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, when they were so, what yeah. planet were they on? Boravio. Um, I don't know. I thought I recognised the name, but and it looked um, bit, it looked quite a bit like Bespin. Yeah, it, it looked, looked like Bespin, like Bespin mixed with um, Cloud City. Camino. Yeah, because it was, I knew it was Camino and like because they said the name, but yeah, it's. I'm also now sort of of the opinion that Kamen Owens may have had something to do with the building of Cloud City, which I think would be really cool. Yeah. Maybe that it was would, like, yeah, like, that would make it, sense. Even if it's not, it doesn't have to be a clone facility, it could just be they had Kamen Owen experience or something, yeah. and they built that. Kamen Owen um, yeah. But it was just a, it was just an off Kamino lab. Yeah, there wasn't just another facility. Nothing special to it. Yeah, they still had clones of Kamen Owens themselves on yeah, base, they, they just had, so... in pods. Yeah, which was creepy. At first, when I first saw it, I thought it looked like Snoke. Oh, I thought it was gonna be. I wouldn't. I I didn't know what it was, but I could see like spiky things, and obviously that was the stuff that Cameron Owens have. That sort of got like a smooth head and the ribs at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it was gonna be like an Omega clone. Oh, like I was half convinced we were gonna see like she was gonna open one of the pods and she would fall out. Yeah, I, no, that would. Which would have been horrible. Yeah, I think. But I'm glad that didn't happen. Yeah, it was just a Kamen Owen. 
Yeah, we did have another surprise show from this episode that wasn't a dead Omega clone, and that was the return of Fennec Shand. Yeah. Does Fennec Shand show up in Clone Wars? Uh, no, she was her first appearance was in Mandalorian. Was it? Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, so because, she's only ever been in Mandalorian. Yeah, in this. so I like the fact that kind of old meets new in Cad Bane and Fennec Shand, and that's what I yeah, really like could... about this era between the like for the Republic, Rise of the Empire, like. Oh, it's such an interesting sort you can, of period yeah, to be in. Because it? you can have the the end of a character's story in what is what we're probably going to get with Cabane, and then the the beginning of someone else's story in Fennec Shand. Because yeah, now we've Fennec now, Shand is an interesting yeah, character. Yeah, we've got the reason why she is now an important bounty hunter, and is that she was hired by yeah. Nala Say to retrieve Omega. Yeah, she's like she's got like the same bounty as. Um, Cad Bane, but she's got to take her to Nala Say and yeah, make sure Lama that Omega Su, is safe. Because Lamasu wants to kill her after they get yeah, another he's, like, no, he doesn't care. Uh, genetic information off her. It, yeah, and then that's it. Whereas uh, Lamasu or Nala Say, I, can't, I can never remember Na- which one's Lamasu is the Prime Minister and Nala Say is the other oh, one. Oh, so Nala Say is the yeah. nice one. Way's now dead. Uh, she's, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's a knobhead and he's dead. Um, but yeah, uh, Nala Say wants to sort of rescue her so there's like two bounties out on her head mm-hmm. um want to retrieve her and keep her safe want to kill her um yeah because i feel like i feel like nala say like she says as long as she's with the bad batch that's okay um but i feel like she yeah, wanted shan to take her yeah, and bring nala her back say... to camino to keep her safe but now she knows she's she's back with them she's okay with them for a little bit to make sure she's safe yeah I, yeah, which I quite, they I quite kind of, like, what, It also gives the Kaminoans more character, which they've never really had. That's true, yeah. It's particularly Nala say because it shows that she just cares about Omega. She doesn't want any harm to come of her. And like you say, as long as she and, knows that yeah. they're with, the, she's with the Bad Batch, she's fine with that. Because Kaminoans have always just been cloners that just they make people and they give them to the Empire and that. Yeah, happens. and they just want but, the Republic's money or the Empire's money in this case. Yeah, and they're not asked. Whereas now they we see them form connections and they they disagree on things and they have arguments and debates. It's great. I wonder if we will see the clones transition to stormtroopers in this show. Oh, I think we will. I think at the end when they do the big fight, we might see like the first batch of stormtroopers. Clones get bodied and then they have the first. Yeah, because there's that elite squadron. They they aren't clones. They're still. No. Like what will be stormtroopers, whereas the main battalion from last week was clone tro- yeah. still clones, and that's what I mean. Will we? And they all got will bodied see... by um, Cad Bane. Yeah, they did. But like, what? Like stormtroopers wouldn't get bodied by Cad Bane. Oh, they get bodied even more, but that's just evidence yeah. that uh, one person took out uh, like twelve. So let's bring in people that uh, can work off each other differently. Because I, I always thought that the clones just became the stormtroopers i feel like i think the first few stormtroopers like they started using stormtrooper armor still on clones yeah because there's a um there's a comic in which the ninth sister who uh we see the death of in uh jedi fallen order uh she obviously becomes an inquisitor and she's still working with clones at the main point of her battalion and they catch a few jedi Mm -hmm. and one of the jedi knows what's up um and he, he says, they're still clones, aren't they? And she goes, yeah, they're on the way out or something. He goes, oh, so you they and you were a Jedi, weren't you? She's like, yeah, but now I fight for the Empire. And they go, all oh, right, okay, execute Order 66. And they start and shooting at yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. Because the, it's still hardwired into the clones. I think I've seen that comic which, panel, yeah. Yeah. 
now with the expanding we've seen in this that um we i don't think you'd get that because the clones just do change their attitude so once jedi change the fight for the empire and become sort of half sith just general force users i don't think they would um but at the time it's badass it's just that's just a little change they've made now that i think is weird yeah because the actually order 66 wasn't doesn't in the show, it comes across less like just kill the Jedi and more now you hate the Jedi forever kind of thing. You'll never trust them. Yeah. But, yeah, so... I want to know when that transition was made, when they stopped using clones and like started conscripting people to be stormtroopers. Yeah. I think there is a point... They knew probably give like a date at some point in some comic, but I do want to see it happen. Yeah, that's the thing. I think if, they were, if, it was, if it was relevant enough or like appropriate enough to be in any show, I feel like it would be this one. Yeah, definitely. I want more, like you said, I want more media set in this time, particularly like early and then going into sort of around about Fallen Order's time period because pre, right before the Battle of Yavin, and you get the, like, three or four years before. We've seen that in Rebels, and I don't think that's that interesting. Yeah. Because it's sort of, it's just Imperial time, and it just so, like, the Rebels are already around, so we're just seeing before the Battle of Yavin. I don't think that's interesting. Before the Rebellion even forms. Oh, great. Yeah, I like the, the, I like the periods of where there's kind of a a power vacuum. Like, obviously, once the Republic's gone, the Republic is, is gone. Um, and it's the Empire, and what like as much as the Empire at this point are still trying to convince everyone that this is how it is now. Um, I'm mean, like after Episode Six, Times of the Mandalorian, when there's just a complete power vacuum. The New Republic hasn't restored like the the New Republic isn't. They haven't got round to the Outer Rim yet. territories and yeah, stuff yet, have and they? The Empire are still just clinging on. Um, I really enjoy those periods. Yeah, it's like they, they obviously the emperor's dead. The majority of the forces have been wiped out. They're taking mm-hmm. Coruscant and stuff, but there's that doesn't mean the empire. Everyone just goes, "Oh right, okay, gonna fight for the new republic now." Like, yeah, there's still little factions of it mm-hmm. out and about. I feel like that, like that again. What, like, will we see the 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 born the birth of the rebellion in this show as well? Because we saw it's it a little bit. Rex we did already... get to see Saga. Re- Rex is already working with the Rebellion. Yeah, and we saw Saw Gerrera. Uh, yeah, I forgot that we saw Saw um, Which is really important. Um, we're probably going to see Ahsoka, because I saw a little uh, reminder, because I've not seen most of Rebels. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's her first story. They're after um, some information on Stormtroopers. And she goes, oh, I've got something that will be our helpers, like, thingy, because the Empire is still using the same kind of tactics, and she's got... a the head of a commando droid which was given to Trace and Raffer at the end of episode 6 oh yeah so I think they spoke to Rex to let him know uh, a commando droid a commando's not like the the black battle droids no it's super battle droids aren't they no super battle droids are the one like the bluish ones with the like the guns coming out of their arm I think that's, I'm yeah. sure the oh we, we know the same, we know the heads though don't we you know what I mean it's the yeah like the ones yeah, that the, never the droid were they the... were after in yeah episode yeah, six yeah yeah I know what you mean yeah that yeah though so they obviously she had one of them to get tactical information off and obviously Trace and Rafa were the people who went after it yeah so they have given the information of where the bad batch are but they're taking it to Ahsoka I think she will show up at some point yeah and I, again I, probably I just, just to. 
Probably just to drum up interest for the Ahsoka show. Yeah, because people are watching this. It's getting good numbers by the sounds mm-hmm. of it. I don't and think she'll want to get like, good news for Ahsoka. I think they could easily have it without her in it. But she's also kind of like the go-to character for the, the shows. She's been in all yeah. of them. Even if she doesn't show up, but we just see Rex again and he references her. Yeah. I think that would be that would be enough for me and enough for people to go. Oh, Ahsoka's still around, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's this, there's this, there's the Ahsoka show, yeah. Which I'm probably my most anticipated Star Wars show when they did that big announcement. Oh no, man. Because there's a few I don't care oh. about and I'm not going to watch. I can't wait for Kenobi. Oh god, yeah, Kenobi. I forgot about that. That mm-hmm. doesn't count. That's been talked about for years. That's in its own. Well, category. true, but like the... we've got a few set pictures recently, haven't we? Yeah, I've not seen them, but. Um... It's mainly just it's mainly just Obi- uh, what's called Hugh McGregor wearing a bin bag because he's like because <laughs> they know photographers about he's put like a poncho on over his costume and no one yeah. can see what exactly what he's wearing because he's got a stormtrooper costume on. Because, yeah, I rem- I've seen a clip from an interview he, he he did when the the person asked him how did it feel to get back in like the robes and he kind of he kind of hinted the fact that he's wearing his Clone Wars armor. Oh God! Please let me see that. Oh, I want to see that in live action so badly. Actual Ewan McGregor. Yeah. God. He loves. It. Speaking of Ewan McGregor, he loves Obi Wan Kenobi, he does. doesn't he? Because he gets asked about it regularly, and he's got that Mark Hamill feel about him of just I'm I've had a career, and I, but I'm still happy to talk about just yeah. this. But I fit. Yeah. Because he did that interview with Pedro Pascal, didn't he? Where they talked uh, yeah, about I what it's like it. work, play, in Star Wars. It. I've not watched the whole no. thing, but I've seen clips, and God, the two of them just love it. Yeah, Pedro Pedro Pascal's another one where you can just tell he's just he just loves being a part of it. Yeah, and he's he's only in the costume for like fifty percent of the uh, thing, isn't he? Really, is it not actually always him? It's not always him because um, obviously he records the lines separately. Um, so I don't think he does most of his fights. Well, yeah, obviously the fights um, would make sense, yeah. But when it's just yeah. him like sitting and around th- or. Because I know the, I think some of the stuff where it's a little bit more of a harsh environment. Because apparently that costume's actually quite hard to act in. They will get a stunt double in for some scenes, even if they're not really stunts. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I think I remember reading uh, in episode two of series one. You know when he's fighting that weird uh, mud horn. Yeah. In the um, mud, apparently on set that day it was so cold that the actor's face went blue. Oh. Underneath the helmet. Yeah, but wasn't that supposed to be on Tatooine? Uh, no, I don't think so. Ta- they go to Tatooine, but it's on episode. It's that's in episode four, episode five, isn't it? Yeah, because the, yeah, yeah but isn't the whole point it. of him fighting the Mudhorn is that he needs to get that egg for the Jawas? The Jawas show up on multiple different um, planets. They're not. They're not ta- uh, specific to Tatooine. I don't think they're not native to Tatooine though. I think they're native. Like they, they're there naturally, but they're also I know seen how, on other I planets. I want to know how Jawas are flying a spaceship. Oh, they're not. They just walk. <laughs> they walk. Jawas just walk enough, and then suddenly they're on a different planet. Oh. There's just, just time, help, warm hells and stuff yeah. in it. Maybe that's what the egg does. Yeah. This episode was like I, I feel a little bit with Bad Batch again. It's we say this every week, but there's not a ton. There's not a ton to say to talk about, about it because it, no. no, there's just you end up talking about Star Wars in general because it just you end up on tangents, but it's just episode oh do one, one thing i do want to um bring up basically confirmed that um cad bane and boba fett's duel has already happened 
and he survived because yeah uh, because he's got on like the a, character render he's got like a plate on his got head. an extra plate yeah. yeah he always had like a little bit of a head thing on when he's got those breathing tubes on mm. um but he had an extra cybernetic plate uh, yeah on top of one of his I, which is where he was shot i maybe thought that they were gonna still have that duel happen but at, so did I. at the end or maybe not at the end but whenever boba comes in that's when they'll have the um the duel but it yeah, does... like his bane came back um and boba was like did you do the job and he's like nah i got away and he's like right okay well you're fucked and yeah. then they have that duel and that's where he dies because that would establish boba like cat bane's been built up like this and he comes back and boba fett's like no you failed me boom kills him mm. that would settle boba to be the character that we know yeah and love. definitely because i feel like in clone wars boba fett's just a bit of a whiny little bitch that just wants to be yeah. want, he wants he is a bar 12 he to be wants fair. to be the guy he wants to be the main person for bounty hunting whatever but like yeah as much as he's, he's young like i i want to see more like you say i want to see more of a development of how he gets from being a whiny little bitch trying to boss everyone around to and the i make Han Solo scared. Yeah, because the book of Boba Fett is going to be set post Mandalorian, yeah, it isn't is. it? Whereas we don't, that early stuff we want to see back. Hopefully however, Daniel Logan comes back for the voice, however, which would be nice. I feel like, with it being called the book of Boba Fett, I feel like we might... It could also be stories about his life. Yeah, like an anthology yeah. series. I'd like to see that. I'd definitely enjoy and see that. Yeah. Plus, apparently, uh, Temura Morrison was asked recently what it's like on the set of uh, the book of Boba Fett, and he said he's been on set for about seven months, which would put it in November, which before we even know the show is a thing. Um, which would mean it's quite a lot to it. Yeah. Well, d- and I'm really glad it's not Mando season three, like people genuinely thought it was yeah. going to be at the end of have season they, two. Have they filmed? I, Mando I thought three, that yeah. as well. Um, I think they're on set, but I'm not hundred percent because it's meant to come out at the end of this yeah, year, and december this year yeah around about the same time as series two did for last year which i i, I love Mandalorian. yeah i'm really excited to see more of it and i'm really excited to see what they do without grogu because he's been the center point of the whole show that's the thing i just can't see them completely dropping him no i think he'll come with back. the commercial success that grogu's been people who don't like star wars love baby yoda because yeah. everyone loves yoda yeah, people are fifty fifty. Some people don't. Some people think him weird. I love him. I love him in the in the originals anyway. Yeah, I don't like him in the prequels. He's the worst thing in those films. I don't like him in the Clone Wars. Which either. again, we'll get. I, I I like him in Clone Wars more than I like him in the prequels because I feel like Filoni worked out what um, George Lucas was trying to do and failed a little bit on. Because George Lucas kind of did what he wanted to... He, he achieved what he wanted to in the wrong way. Because rather than people going, oh, this is what he's trying to achieve, they just thought he was crap. Which yeah. means he didn't do a good job of portraying what he wanted to do. But I also... Yeah. We'll talk about that when we get to the prequels, because yeah. I, I do have a little bit of an understanding of why people do actually like them. Even though I don't. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'll be honest, I'm excited to watch them again. Yeah, so am I. Not, well, I'm excited to watch one of them again. <laughs> but it's been so long since I have, so... I think I'll probably. I watched. I watched them like a few months ago. I think I'll so. probably understand them a bit more now than I did a few years ago. 
Yeah. I feel like Revenge of the Sith you're definitely going to enjoy more because Revenge of the Sith to I've me is a film I actually enjoy now. I've always I've been yeah it's all right but now I've seen quite a lot of Clone Wars I'm like okay now I genuinely really enjoy this yeah even with some of its bad line delivery and stupid lines I probably should get as far into Clone Wars as I possibly can before we get to I'll just finish just watch Clone Wars up until the Siege of Mandalore yeah. and then I'll send I'll send you that um, the the, uh, the super four hour yeah. cut yeah because I've got I've still got a link to that okay yeah I think it's on Reddit yeah, I, yeah, I think I'll probably be able to find it on Reddit. Yeah, because I, I, the guy who made it was just taking Twitter DMs, and if you email, if you DM'd him, he'd just send you it mm-hmm. for free. And that's why I got hold of it. Yeah, Madman's knowledge. Shout mm-hmm. out. If he's still open to my Twitter DMs, please <laughs> like the podcast. Yeah, well, we'll yeah, we'll um, talk more about Yoda and and all stuff like that uh, when I think Yoda's at his best in Empire. Yeah. Oh, imagine if Yoda showed up in this show. It won't, but imagine if he did. That there would be absolutely no reason for Yoda to show up. It would be the most fan pandering like fan wank ever. Yeah, because he's already left to Dagobah, so yeah, there's no he, reason. Like we see him no in Rebels, unfortunately, because he, <laughs> he's the ugliest what, design for a character ever. Yeah, I'm gonna Google what it looks like. But normally through Force Visions, like he turns up in oh, okay. Ahsoka's head a few times, and he's literally got. I Google it after the podcast. It's horrible. It's so scary. Oh. Oh, yeah. no. If you Google them yep. then. Oh, God. Yeah, I'd never, I'd never want to see that again. It's half the reason I won't watch Rebels other than the fact that the bits I've watched are a bit crap. Oh, dear me. Yeah. At least he looks... But uh, He's just not proportionate. He doesn't look like Yoda. No. You only know it's Yoda because he's got the ears and he's green. Looks like Yoda's cousin. Yeah. <laughs> He looks like he's done more ketamine than we were, <laughs> we've been led to believe. If you cut the ears off that character design and dyed him like um, white, you would not know that was Yoda. Yeah, maybe that was it. Maybe that was at the height of him being bothered by seagulls. <laughs> uh, I'm. I'd, That's one of my. I hope Cat Bane shows up again because at the end of this episode, he's just sort of gone. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, he's just sort of stranded. I think we'll see him that's go the thing back, because I think we'll see Boba, and that's how we'll see him. They could have had a stretch of episodes with, with Cad Bane in, but the fact that he's already lost Omega kind of makes me think that they won't bring him back. He might have to go back I'm, to Kamino. I wouldn't be half surprised if... W- yeah, glad you say you He might part. have to go back to Kamino to explain to Lama Su that he didn't do it. And then that might be yeah, that might be when Lama Su gets Boba involved. I think that he might be like, oh, we've lost him. And he's like, okay, Bane, like, I'm half in your price. Go and get her or something. And Bane's like, fuck it, I'll do it. I need the money. But he goes back to base, tells Boba, Boba shoots him, and then takes the job and does mm. it himself. And but, that's how but he like, what, what is Boba's relationship with the Kaminoans? Is there is there a relationship? Um, well, he grew up on Kamino, didn't he? Up until he was up until Attack of the Clones. Yeah. So he's got a decent relationship with them. Um, there's a decent chance he might not have known about Omega, or he might have known about her, but not known exactly what she was. Yeah. He might have just thought she was like another clone, because I don't think Boba Fett knew he was a clone for quite a bit up until the Clone Wars. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I think I think the first time we see Boba Fett in the Clone Wars is when he is infiltrating like a um, a young clone. Like training day. 
Yeah, I think I think he probably realised when they have some of the younger clones, and he, he's probably told then. But I don't think he knows by Attack of the Clones. I don't think he's known by then. Because mm. it was still a little bit up in the air whether or not he was a clone for a while. Yeah, like, really I, I think entirely clear. Did they say it in the in the episode that like hit? He Bobo was clone Alpha. Was, was the code name on it? Part of the deal that he would get a clone to raise as his own son. Yeah, they, it's like they got. They, they did the two clones, Clone Alpha and Clone Omega, and obviously he was raised as Django's son, so Django named him, whereas Omega wasn't. She was taken by the Kaminoans, yeah. and so she was get, just kept with her code name. I'll be interested to know if, if Django knew about that as well. Yeah, I imagine he'll have known about her, mm. but um, she might have been described to him in a different way. Okay. So that he's not like, okay, I'm going to raise her as well. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to see where this goes. Boba Fett's probably going to show up in the next two episodes, I think. As long as next week's not another adventure of the week, then I think the show's yeah, got a lot I of Yeah, I feel steam. like it... I, depending on how they go with it, I feel I, like it could be next week that we see Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah, as long as they don't dip into a bit of a rut that they had for those few episodes. Yeah. Uh, after the opening and before Rex showed back up. Yeah. Then I'll be really excited and I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this section was a bit shorter. I haven't really got anything more to say. Um, Again, though, it's like the, yeah, they they get they get twenty five minutes to condense. Uh, as you know, twenty five minute episodes. There's not as much to talk about, whereas Loki is like coming up on an hour. But it was forty odd minutes this week, yeah, and it, it's quite fast paced. They cram a lot into they do Loki because they've only got six. Episodes. Whereas, whereas in twenty minute Bad episodes, sixteen episodes. Yeah, sixteen episodes, twenty minutes long. They kind of have one or two things that define the episode and the rest isn't filler but it's it's a fight scene or it's you know a B plot with the camera it's a bit of an extension or the empire or crosshair you know but whereas the yeah crosshair was barely in this episode as well yeah he was in at the very very start but like but he's not relevant after that point so why force him in but like the point of this episode was Omega is a first gen replica of Django and she got reunited with Bad Batch. Yeah, and Fennec Shand, uh, her sort of role being explained a little bit more. Yeah. That, that, that was pretty much it. That was the point of the episode. They just fill it out with all the other stuff, like the fight scenes. Which, the fight scene between Cad Bane and Fennec Shand was very good. Oh, it was great. Mm. <coughs> one sec. Oh, I got the one out. That's great. Um, yeah, the fight with Fennec Shand was great, that scene. And the tension... With Omega like running away and her trying to operate that computer to send the signal. Mm-hmm. Like, I, Shand yeah. never attacks her or is forceful with her. She's like genuinely just trying to talk to her because she because she's yeah, been she given knows. a bounty to me- keep her safe. Yeah, to keep her safe and to return her. Um, and she actually kind of tells her that if you go with Cad Bane, you're gonna die. But if you come with me, I'll keep you safe. Yeah, she's she's hundred percent honest. She's honest with her, but she doesn't tell her exactly what she needs to know. What, that probably would make her go. What right, the prime okay. minister has planned for you is like is is not good or something. Yeah, it's it's one of those. She doesn't lie to her, but she's not hundred percent honest. Yeah. kind of thing. Um, but I th- obviously the thing is she'll probably just keep a track on the bad batch now to sort of watch from a distance so she can keep reporting back because the batch can't go back to Camino. That's the thing. That's um, the thing, though. At the end, where at the end they say, "No, uh, Lama wants to be." I, at the end, he says, "I promise you that we won't go back to Camino," which means I think that they're definitely going back to Camino. Oh, they've got to at some point. 
because mm. the it, it, to be fair, I wouldn't be half surprised if we see like the destruction of the Kaminoan cloning facility. Yeah. In this, maybe like the Empire move to clones, and then they have they move away from clones, and then it's destroyed anyway, so they can't even go back. Yeah, it wouldn't. Which is why we get, yeah. Which is why we lose the clones, which are, I think, well, they are better than stormtroopers, but they make the decision to so it's cheaper, and then they can't go back on it anyway. Yeah. Which is why they stick with stormtroopers, which are awful. Clone troopers are badass. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I'm really excited for next week. Uh, well, yeah, next week, Friday. Friday will be good. Uh, I watched this week's episode on my lunch break, which was great in work. Stop oh, my phone on, got my headphones in, had me half an hour and watched it. It was great. Yeah. That's, what, that's what I mean. Fun, condensed yeah. entertainment for Star Wars. A, a chance to go to Lewin, everything in me half an hour. Brilliant. Yeah, great little time. Another great episode and nothing really more to say. Um, next week we'll be back to normal. So on Wednesday we'll be talking about Loki along with doing our review and discussion of um, The Empire Strikes Back, the something best star wars film which um spoiler alert i think it's the best um but we'll talk about exactly why that is on wednesday um we'll also obviously be doing another review of loki episode four which we're really excited for and that should be up wednesday or thursday uh, yeah. ben's on editing for that one so it might actually be on time yeah. um we should be back to normal i'm um, thank you very much for watching uh if you do want to follow us our twitter twitter pages for our personal Twitters, along with the podcast Twitter, are in the description, along with the email address, if anybody listening wants to get in touch. Uh, which I doubt, but if you are, thank you very much. Um, thanks for watching, and we'll see you next week. Bye.